I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. After failing to swiftly report a scam, the RBI fined Daimler Financial Services, the engine financing arm of Mercedes, a penalty of five lakh rupees in May. Daimler Financial provides loans to Mercedes dealers and consumers in two categories. It provides loans to dealers in the first group for things like showrooms, workshop equipment, operating capital, and other things. This is precisely where the business is currently struggling due to a jumble of bad loans that had previously been ignored. A Mint report said the loan book for Daimler Financial Services was a whopping six thousand six hundred crore rupees as of March thirty first, twenty twenty one. While the company recorded a net loss of 140 crore rupees during 2020 and 2021, the percentage of net non-performing assets or NPAs for the corporation increased from 15.3 percent to 17.5 percent in fiscal year 21. The report further states that a few senior corporate insiders had informed the officials of potentially problematic transactions and other offences, like the refusal to take action against defaulters, evergreening of loans. And deploying credit products not approved by the company, Mint report also highlights that the most serious accusations are that the NBFC gave preferential treatment to two Mercedes dealers, the Maharashtra-based Ghatke Group and the Gujarat-based Emerald Luxury Cars. The loans to the Ghatkes were allegedly evergreened, while Emerald received loans against little collateral. Evergreening is the practice of allowing a borrower who is in default to borrow additional funds to pay off past due amounts in an effort to pay off the previous dues. The Ghatke companies also had taken inventory loans, and there were supposedly several attempts to evergreen these dues. Due to these issues at Daimler Finance, lenders and individuals seeking to push the NPA problem off to the future are once again in the limelight. There are certain borrowers that commit loan fraud. And though these scams happen in both bank and non-bank lenders, discussions are mostly limited to the large defaulters in banks. Sakit Jain, partner at law firm Pioneer Legal, who told Mint that although reforms by the RBI have bridged the regulatory gap between NBFCs and commercial banks, only time will tell whether these measures are sufficient to plug the gaps exploited by unscrupulous fraudulent borrowers. For the next few minutes, you are going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy, and anything that leaves you with a food for thought. I am Farheen Khan, and here is the deep dive for 14th July 2022. It appears like Netflix has finally come to terms with the ad tier strategy, according to a Wall Street Journal report. Netflix is looking to modify its agreements with big entertainment companies over its programming in order to put content on its platform that is supported by advertisements. Furthermore, the report suggests that the company has begun negotiations with Warner Bros, Universal, and Sony Pictures Television. It is also seeking to renegotiate contracts for older television programs including Breaking Bad from Sony and NCIS from Paramount Global. If Netflix wants an ad-supported subscription to provide a selection of content as extensive as its commercial-free options, securing such licenses is essential. Additionally, Netflix produces a lot of its own material, but it also buys content from other companies. Hence, there's a requirement of negotiations. 
and according to the journal production companies will probably seek a premium of 15% to 30% above current contracts to allow Netflix to use their content on an ad supported system which means while Netflix is hoping to take advantage of the ad supported version it might lose more in the short term by the fourth quarter this year Netflix hopes to launch an ad supported version of its service and Netflix is making the change in an effort to find new sources of income and customer growth the business reported its first subscriber drop in more than 10 years in april moreover disney plus a rival of netflix owned by walt disney co also announced it will soon launch an ad supported tier as the streaming boom comes to an end competition heats up and expenditure on entertainment is limited because of growing inflation Netflix however told Reuters that it is still figuring out how to introduce a less expensive ad supported alternative and noted that at this stage everything is purely speculative. Netflix isn't only losing subscribers but it is also losing some renowned licensed titles. A variety story highlights that the beginning of July saw yet another significant change to the Netflix streaming library. The long-running CBS drama series Criminal Minds moved to Paramount Plus on July 1st in the US. This is the latest high-profile casualty in the streaming warfare for Netflix following major titles like The Office and Friends. The report also points out that though original shows have recently topped Netflix's list of top 10 television series, larger trends indicate that problems with licensed programming are on the horizon. The Office, produced by NBC, was the most watched series in 2020 with over 57 billion minutes streamed according to Nielsen a marketing research firm and many of the top watched films and shows in the last couple of years in the US were licensed series so some trouble is definitely brewing but Netflix's strategy to dodge this issue by creating original series let's see how that works out for the platform speaking of streaming platforms The most recent news indicates that the global hit BTS will soon be available on Disney's international streaming platforms. Five major titles have been agreed upon in a deal between the management team Hype Corporation and the Walt Disney Company Asia Pacific. So BTS fans, famously known as the ARMY, must be happy to hear this news. And an Economic Times report notes that the two organizations have signed a contract to showcase creative excellence from South Korea's music and entertainment industry. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are the signal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. 